and stretched a kink out of his back. Whilst he was involved in that, Drover and I left our spots on the pickup seat and jumped out. I noticed that a scowl moved across Slim's face and that his eyes seemed to have locked on something, something inside the pickup. The seat, perhaps? It was hard to tell, but Slim was giving it a close inspection. Is there some reason why you mutts have to shed hair all over my pickup seat? Well, I... I didn't know how to respond to that. Had we shed a few hairs? He pointed towards the evidence. Look at that. I let you bozos right up front with the executives, and that's the thanks I get. I looked closer. You know, he was right. Even at a distance, I could see that certain unnamed suspects had deposited ugly dog hairs on the back of his pickup seat. I whirled around and stabbed Drover with a glare of steel. You see what you've done? He blinked his eyes and grinned. Oh, hi. Are we home already? Gosh, I must have dozed off. Of course you dozed off. You always doze off. But that's not the problem. Oh, good. I sure love sleep. What's the problem? I pointed my nose towards the inside of the pickup. Check that out, Drover. Study the evidence. He studied the evidence. Well, let's see here. I don't see anything. Dog hairs. Hundreds of them. Thousands of them. They're all over Slim's pickup seat. Can you guess where they came from? He sat down and squinted one eye. Well, let me think. Uh, a dog? Very good. Cat hair comes from cats. Hog hair comes from hogs. Dog hair comes from dogs. I'll be darned. I didn't know hogs had hair. They do. All fur-boring animals have hair. Hogs are boring animals. Therefore, they have hair. I thought they had bristles. No. You're thinking of brushes. Brushes have bristles. Hogs have hair. I'll be darned. What makes them so boring? They're boring, Drover, because they grunt all the time. If they had anything to say, maybe they wouldn't be so boring. But their answer to everything is a grunt. Yeah, and who cares what a hog thinks anyway? Exactly my point. And let that be a lesson to you. Just then, Slim pointed down to the creek. Looky yonder. There's our doe and fawn again. He gave us the evil eye. Don't you dogs even think about chasing those deer. Who, me? Hey, he didn't need to. Sure enough, on the other side of the creek was a white-tailed doe and her fawn. They'd been coming in for water for the past several days, and Slim sure didn't need to worry about me barking them away. No, sir. The thought had never... Okay, maybe I'd thought about it once or twice. I mean, barking at wild animals was second nature to a dog, but Slim had made his position clear on the matter, and I had taken a solemn pledge not to bother his deer. Heck, I had even promised to protect him. At that very moment, my ears picked up the sound of an approaching vehicle. That was odd, very odd. Who would be coming to Slim's place at this hour of the day? I didn't know. And it didn't really matter. 
The vehicle had no business on our ranch, and it was time for us dogs to bark the alarm. Drover, we've got an unidentified vehicle coming in from the south. This could turn into a Code 3 situation. Let's move out. We went streaking past Slim's pitiful little yard. It was pitiful because it contained no grass, only weeds. And most of those weeds were withered and brown from the heat. We roared past the yard, past the house, and went ripping up the hill to the cattle guard. There, sure enough, we met the unauthorized vehicle. Description, old Ford, faded blue, conventional box bed, a dent in the right fender. A driver appeared to be sitting, well, in the driver's seat. I guess that wasn't such a big clue, but I took note of it anyway. When you're head of ranch security, you have to notice every tiny detail. I mean, if there'd been no driver, that would have been, never mind. But there was a driver, a man aged.